today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. Adam Oakfield, the president and CEO of Vacuuman, who sponsored this program, uh, is with us once again. Hope you had a great week, Adam. I, I did, Bill. You know, it's been a little cooler than normal. And I just, you yeah, know, the no weather's kidding. forecasted, as we heard, uh, it's going to be warmer in the coming week. And I can tell you, it's. Uh, I'm looking so forward to some warm weather. Not only is it going to be exciting for me to just have some warmth in my life, but also the fact that, you know, at, at Vacuum Man, we're going to be cleaning some air conditioners. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited. So this cold weather, everyone's still in furnace mode. So I'm kind of getting excited about this coming week. All right. Now, some people are going to say, what do you mean clean? I mean, you just flick the switch and you, you go from hot air that you've had for the last nine months, I guess, almost, uh, to cool air. Not, not easy peasy, nothing to it. But there is some maintenance that has to be done, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just as a, a side note, if you're outside, you see your air conditioner and it's full of leaves or you notice that you can't see the coils because dirt and, and the outside, you know, just the the, the outside uh, elements, so to speak, they get caught in the coils because it acts like a, a suction. So um, just as a, a do-it-yourself, if you'd like, make sure that you do unplug. I want to make a point. Unplug the electrical if you want. Then you can rinse it down with a garden hose and you can uh, kind of wash out the debris so the coils can breathe when, when you actually want to have your compressor outside working. Um, if you're feeling uncomfortable, uh, please give us a call. That's one of the services that we do offer is uh, we clean your evaporator coil, which is in the furnace, and we clean the outside condenser. So if you're, uh, if you're you know, you're probably not thinking it today, but I'm going to say, probably Wednesday next week when you go like, wow, it's really hot. You want to turn it on. Um, the main reason to do it, by the way, Bill, is it actually allows when the airflow goes through it, you're also saving electricity because it doesn't have to work so hard to try and push the air through. So just a little electrical savings uh, when the warm weather soon comes on our doorstep. Well, it's the same as the as the furnace, right? I mean, you know, if your your filter is not clean and it's full of stuff, uh, the furnace has to work twice as hard to get everything going. And, and the air conditioner, I guess, is is the exact. I was going to say the polar opposite. I guess it is because it's cold. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah, I so like the, to use word the of the wise then. Of, of taking of the a vacuum, putting your hand, turn the vacuum on and put your hand over the, the hose. When you hear the vacuum just whining and trying to suck as hard as it can, that's what it's like when you have a clogged furnace. All right. Uh, just a quick note here before I, I want to talk about Google here in just a second. Uh, if any of our listeners are, are thinking about actually running for president of the United States uh, and Elon Musk says, I can be your technical advisor, uh, think twice, okay? I don't know if you saw that on YouTube because it's all over the place. And DeSantis, of course, the governor of Florida wanted to run it. He was going to do the whole thing on Twitter and Elon Musk was going to help him out. And it was it was the worst thing on Twitter we've ever there were technical glitches. It was just a really a horror show, really. Uh, and this is this is Elon. I mean, you know, they're not supposed to happen when the boss is actually in charge of the whole thing. But <laughs> it was it was rather farcical anyway. I just wanted to, to throw that out there for folks that, that have listened. And you can Google it, by the way, because it's out there and getting a lot of hits these days. All right. Speaking of Google, uh, yes. they're. Uh, uh, they're, they're, they're at the point right now where they're saying they want to start uh, deleting uh, inactive accounts and the contents of those accounts, too. And that's going to have an impact on a few people. Absolutely. And this is this is big news, Bill, because many of us, it was very quick and easy. I mean, I've been with Google since 2005 and I was on a, actually a waiting list to get on Google when I set up my account. And, you know, uh, what we find is that some things you can't even like sign into unless you have a Google account. So many people, what they've done is they've set it up and maybe they've signed into their smart device or they've signed into something that required Google. It was always easy. Would you like to sign up, username, password or sign in with Google? Well, what Google has announced is that those accounts that have been sitting for more than two years will be deleted if you do not sign in. So as of December this year, you will have up to two years 
If you do not sign into your Google account, everything will be deleted, including photos, calendar, documents. And why that's important is, is that many people have had you know, maybe some photos they've uploaded. And why I'm bringing it to your attention, Bill, and to all the listeners, is that say you had a loved one, many people who pass on, you may not, you know, oh, well, they had a Google account. You may be, you know, everyone's busy. Two years isn't really a long time. Someone passes away, they may have in their archive, like think of it as a photo album of their life. And if you don't sign into the account, it will be deleted. Now, when it's deleted after the two years, you can't go back and say, hi, I'd like to get that. Can you please? It's gone. Oof, disappeared over with. So um, again, the moral of the point is as of December, it will be every two years, a Google account will be deleted completely in its entirety. So if uh, you haven't signed in, or you have a loved one that you know they maybe had a Google account and that's, you know, with their photos, you've just been busy, you haven't had a chance to get to it. Now's the time you might want to think about it because Google's trying to clear up some hard drive space. Absolutely. Let's talk about the transparent solar cells. This is revolutionary to the degree of, and I get excited, as you know, Bill, when it comes to tech, these are the kind of things that make me go, this is amazing. So this is a clear glass, a clear glass, and in it, there's been similar uh, topics of like, and we've talked about on Tech Talk. It's a solar glass, and it allows 79% transparency to see through. Now, that's quite impressive. Think of it as a very, very, very light tint. But what's unique about it is the fact that they can now generate electricity through this clear glass. Now, the clear glass isn't just for windows. Why it's important is that it could be used for smartphones. So the glass that you have on your phone would now all of a sudden become a self-charging solar powered. Your car, your, your the window, um, your watch. What's so revolutionary about this is the fact that now anything with a glass surface or even applied to your skin it's that thin bill you can actually wrap it around and it can create a charge an electrical not enough that you're getting electrocuted it doesn't have massive amps but what it will do is it will allow to eventually remove all battery sources this could be a revolutionary component in regards to how they can make it so thin and generate enough electricity. It, it means your cell phone will never have to be plugged in again. Your, your glasses, if you have like smart glasses or otherwise, they would automatically charge your smartwatch. Anyway, this has been really, really impressive. Researchers have now developed this super high thin uh, and high capacity developing solar panel uh, glass. Okay, uh, okay, let's just let me ask you about this one then. The technology here is fascinating, and, and it's something I, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate to when it comes out. What about cars? I mean, we're talking about electric cars right now. It, it, would, would a windshield with this stuff on it be able to generate enough for, to not necessarily recharge the battery, but at least maintain a charge? Yeah, that's that's the, the debate is how much electrical current can it actually generate from the sunlight? Not only we still get sunlight when it's cloudy days, it's just not sure. as much. Um, the When it comes to electrical, like larger vehicles, like, for example, a car, um, yes, the windshield will be able to cr create enough electrical current. Um, what I understand is that it could charge enough to give you enough power that you could communicate. It may not be able to keep the battery consistently charging, but it will also slow the depletion of the battery usage so again it's almost similar if you're driving an electrical car into the wind um if and i've spoke to many people when they're driving their teslas down the 401 to windsor it always they get less charged than when they come back um those are the kind of things that could help uh alleviate the need to stop and charge 
fascinating stuff. And, and like I say, very practically used to that too. Let me do a quick break. We're going to come back. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about another tech scam. And uh, this one's uh, sadly getting a lot of uh, usage by all the bad guys. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135. Uh, brought to you by Vacuum Man. The Bill Kelly Show continues on 980 CFPL London, 900 CHML Hamilton. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Adam Oldfield is with us, of course, uh, with Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum Man here on 900 CHML and 980 CFPL. Uh, one of the things that I, I don't know how you keep track of these, and I don't know how law enforcement, if you keep track of these, are the latest scams. And, and there have been so many fraudulent things, you know, people calling seniors and pretending that it's the bank and we need your account number, yada, yada. And, these, and people fall for it, sadly. And apparently the latest one is a, is a scam all about, uh, well, it's a text scam, and it has to do with text messaging. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre has just announced this past week that there is a massive uh, text message scam. And how they do it is they, and I mean, again, you, you think, just be very cautious about when you get messages like these. And, you know, we, we immediately get a message like if my daughter sent me a message or, or Michelle sent me a message in fear of, you know, like, hi, my phone, I dropped my phone, I damaged it, and I'm using just a borrowed phone at the short, uh, at the time. Um, I'm hoping to get it fixed. Can you help me, um, you know, send money to help me get pay the bill? Um, apparently, you know, I guess we don't talk to each other anymore, Bill, <laughs> because I would have been, well, well just call me. <laughs> but anyway, I guess a lot of people, they just get in the habit of texting and they text their loved ones and they're like, okay, where do you need me to e-transfer the money to? Um, so this one's one, that's one that's happening. The second one is also Kijiji. Kijiji is actually, you know, we talked about when you get emails from Rogers and, and Bell or whatever, all the major companies, they, they say, you know, you need to pay a bill. Well, one that is also going going on is similar to this. If uh, Kijiji, which is if you haven't been on, it's very similar to Facebook marketplace uh, used items you can sell online. And what you can do is uh, they set it up where you go to buy something. I like to pay. And the scam is that they send a very, very similar. In fact, I took a look at it um, because, you know, they were sharing similar, uh, similar look to it. You click it and it takes you to a website and it looks like a Gigi. It even says we, it's almost like PayPal. They have a version of what it looks like as if we safely move your funds between purchases made on Kijiji. And what it is, is it's actually a, a, a set up website, looks like a Gigi, acts like a Gigi, but it goes directly into some thieves bank account. And they've been making thousands of dollars where people think they're safely transferring funds directly through um, this fake website. So just uh, be very, very extra cautious, folks. Look at the URL. Make sure you, you know, you're on the right URL. And just so you know, Kijiji Bill on my end, I, I still can't spell it right. I, I hope Google corrects it for me <laughs> half the time. So that one I can get why many people are falling for it. And if you get a text message uh, claiming a loved one, hi, it's it's your daughter, it's your, it's your son or otherwise, um, just make sure they call you. Have a conversation before you start e-transferring funds. Oh, and, and just because we had this every time we talk about scams, and sadly, that's way too many times uh, because they're happening all the time. Uh, don't be afraid to report it to police if you've been scammed. I mean, a lot of people are too embarrassed. Uh, I don't want I don't want to admit they're going to think I'm dumb. Uh, it happens. People get taken by it. And the only reason, the only way that the cops are ever going to get onto this is if they have a body of evidence. And, and so it, it, do the, the right thing and just call and say, hey, here's what happened. Uh, and maybe it's the, they might even be able to help you get the money back, depending on the institution, I guess. Uh, under the guise of uh, here, things that are not what they seem to be, let's talk about holograms. And uh, yeah, this the, new thing, called, this yeah, one's project, cool. Project Starline, what's this all about? 
Well, it's it's we talked about holograms last week and I was talking about the development and this was from a third party developer and, and it was cool. You know, I, I talked about it. it was like Star Wars. We had this holographic and you see this woman, you know, looks like you can see the person. Why I brought uh, Project Starline up? This one takes it another level, Bill. So as we know, Google is in the artificial intelligence race. They're trying mm -hmm. to keep up or come out and, and be in tune with, um, you know, Microsoft and OpenAI and ChatGPT, all of that. Well, this they made the announcement was Project Starline is going to take a video holographic visual and imagine, like I said before, you see this individual pop up on your desk when you have a conversation or you're having a communication with someone, you'll see this little uh, individual pop up. But what Google has done, and again, this is cool or is it creepy? Um, what it does is it takes a record of all the photographs they have of you and the image and the information they know of you. And what it will do is say I had a call with you, Bill, and you know we have a video call, you see me on the screen. If I had a video call and it was a holographic, that's me in the hologram talking. This takes not my face, you don't even need a camera. It would just know that my name is Adam, I'm calling Bill, and you would see a holographic version of my face, but it wouldn't be me, I, it would just be my audio. And then Google has used artificial intelligence to take all of the information they know about me with photos and conjure what I would look like in a hologram having a conversation with you. And it's called Project Starline. And apparently they're they're testing it, it's, it's coming out. So again, think of it as having a phone call and in the audio, it's conjuring a holographic conversation with you, but there's not really a, a, a camera showing the conversation. That is, it is kind of weird. It is it's a little creepy too. Uh, it, so the, that's, and, and you've done the work on these too. And I mean, every time your picture comes up, but you look more and more like Brad Pitt, but this is going to be a, an accurate <laughs> de depiction, I guess. So it's something to watch for. Uh, the European Union is, is a strange, that's the, the, the lie agency, the political agency, of course, with, with members from all the European uh, nations there. But they were the ones that cracked down on, on for instance, on, on, charging cords and you know and and you know it had to be consistent and no matter we've got an apple or or anything else it, it, the same kind of cord because that's a pain in the butt for consumers now they're finding and in a big way too uh facebook or meta whatever you want to call them uh with the chat gpt what's going on here well yeah i, I let me just comment i got a parking ticket the other day on victoria for 35 dollars, and i mean i was like mad i paid the bill but i was furious <laughs> as you just commented facebook just got the largest fine this is a fine folks okay 35 dollar parking charges is nothing compared to the 1.3 billion dollars they issued on facebook now they have also been fined in the past which we spoke about um with regards to 300 million for for privacy and otherwise the irish data protection commission is the one that issued the fine for the european union and in the past they've sued amazon and google but this is one Point three billion for not properly following their process of data protecting their citizens. Now, in light of this, ChatGPT, which is owned by OpenAI, um, which is a company that is one of the four leaders in artificial intelligence, made the statement because they've been under the threat of the European Union that there needs to be better protection for citizens with information being entered and stored for those using it. Well, it might just turn the table in Europe because chat open AI or chat GPT has claimed that they will be looking at pulling out of Europe, uh, out of Europe. They will be pulling out of Europe uh, due to the fact that this latest fine that 
Facebook got. They're just saying, forget it. It's not even worth the hassle to give it to the citizens. Um, and this is something I think, you know, as much as you brought up the good we've seen with the European Union saying, you need to follow these rules, you need to be regulated this way. This is one of the, I think we're gonna see more walls coming up in Europe with regards to technology going, you know what? I appreciate you have the best interest of citizens, but now the companies are backing out and they're going to start turning and going, it's just not worth the head. 1.3 billion bill. I mean, that's too, you know how much money that is. I mean, $35 parking tickets made me lose my mind. So anyway, that's something for factor. Europe may not be in the technological leader uh, as it once was. There you go. I got about a minute left, but I got to squeeze this one in because, you know, if, uh, if, if you've got a loved one who's going to be celebrating a birthday or an anniversary or something, uh, uh, caviar has the ideal gift, I think. And maybe you could explain that to our listeners. Well, yeah, if you're if you're looking for that perfect gift and I and I've talked about this, cav the caviar brand is is one of those illustrious brands, by the way, Bill. And if anyone hasn't heard of it, here's the here's the product you can purchase currently. It's for the new iPhone. If you have an iPhone, this is a case. And for the person who has everything, this is going to put you above all else. It comes with a Rolex Cosmograph Daytona watch on it. It is 24 karat gold plating encrusted with this watch. And it's cost only $245,000 Canadian. Now, what makes me laugh about this bill is it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous, this phone case, except it's more fragile than the phone. <laughs> Apparently, you don't want to drop this thing because the gold encrusted will come off and the diamonds might be chipped. So I don't get it why I would pay $245,000 for a phone case when it's really just a uh, you're adding more glass and possible damage to this thing. So anyway, if you're looking for the perfect gift and you have $245,000 going, what am I going to do with this money? This is what you can purchase for that loved one, that iPhone case that just says, I love you. And then just put it in a glass case and never touch it. That'll be it. Uh, we're out of time. We do this every Friday at 1135. Tech Talk brought to you by Vacuum Man. Adam Oldfield from Vacuum Man, our host. Uh, have a great weekend, Adam. We'll talk next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.